This is Shudders Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, Hi Shudders Inc. It's 5.28 with too many things to talk about. There's no waffle. Shut up, Bruce. Hello. Thank you, Glenn. Well, that was the intro we were expecting, not. <laughs> How have you been, mate? What? How have you been? What? I can't hear you through all my technology issues. <laughs> I'm glad to see. Bloody computers! Glad to hear you've got it sorted. <laughs> I don't know how Microsoft can sell their Surface devices <laughs> with a known fault, right? Where they just simply don't turn on, mm-hmm. and it hasn't been a recall or hasn't been a yeah a, a, a trading program to trade up to something that doesn't have a known for flaw, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, so last the, time it happened, uh, it wouldn't. I tried it a hundred times to do the reset that meant to start working again, yeah. and I couldn't do it. So I took it to the computer shop, and the first try, it worked oh, for them. Oh, don't you so hate that? Stupid bloody things. Yeah. So I mean, okay. How was your holiday, mate? It was great. Um, it's a long it, time ago now, isn't it? It was. It? <laughs> it, was it was like three weeks ago. Um, do you remember where you went? <laughs> somewhere somewhere in the south pacific um we were there for seven days and we had two days of sunshine (laughs) and of the five days that were overcast uh two of them were absolutely torrential rain like for the whole day uh it's almost like you went to the tropics (laughs) you would think so wouldn't you so um yeah it was it was interesting and this was a holiday unlike any other holiday Kath and I have ever done you know and and this is something we've been talking about for years like saying one of these days we're going to have a holiday where we just go somewhere and we just sit down for a week and we don't do anything you know and this particular resort was down on the south coast of Fiji where there wasn't a town. Uh, I think the closest town was about four kilometres away. But when you say town, it's, did you say which? What was the resort? It's called Naviti. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, That's it, good. yeah it's a nice resort. If I'd known you were going there, I'd try to get in touch with my mate Victor who lives just down the road. Oh, really? Uh, <sighs> so, yeah, Victor's a marine biologist. He's rebuilding the coral reefs. Oh, there. You you, would have loved you've it. You've mentioned you, him. Yeah, you'd have you'd have learnt so much. Oh. It's a great time. And, Oh. Come around for dinner and all that kind of stuff. Oh, jeez. I, I, oh, I'm disappointed now. Well, you're stupid. <laughs> you didn't tell me where you were going. <laughs> so, people, their own worst enemies. Yeah, so anyway, we, we basically just spent a week in the resort, you know. We, we, yeah. we went for a little walk here and there, but um, there really wasn't anything to go and see and do. There were no tourist attractions around or anything like that. It's, no. it's really a case of you go there and you park your bum on a, you know, a lounge chair beside the pool or the beach, and that's, yeah. that's how you spend your week. And you do the all-you-can-eat. Yes, all you can eat we did that. And we did that. And the all-you-can-drink, yeah. yep. So uh, it was good. It was good. It was, no, nice. Did you, you go to the village next door? I didn't. Ah, uh, so that's where that's that's a great place to walk around, take photos, meet the oldies. I I thought about doing it, and I walked down through the resort, and I came to this massive brick wall that separates the village from the resort, and then yeah. I kind of thought, all these people that live in this village probably work in this resort, and yeah. they've got to deal with tourists all day when they're at work. And I kind of thought they probably don't want tourists walking through their village and having to deal with tourists when they're not at work. And so I made the decision to not do it. Uh, you missed out. So they, they love it. I went, I went to church there. Oh, really? 
went into their church, played their drums, uh, met the oldies, took photos, oh. uh, hung out with the cats. My kids played with their kids. Nice. You know, it was it was awesome. They're lovely people. The, oh, they are I, lovely I, people. I figured Fiji is one of those countries um, where you, you worry about tourism and impact and you know, how much they must actually hate us. And I realised it was a place that they actually do like people. Yep. Because we were walking down the road at like four o'clock one morning, me and me and a mate of mine we were heading to a sunrise photo shoot. Yeah. And it's pitch black. Now, as you know, there's nothing there. So walking down the main road, which is not much of a road, yeah. pitch black, and you heard yelling out from the other side of the road, Bula! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in a building yeah. somewhere saw us walking down the street and wanted to say hello. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just um, quite a, quite a, a, a sign that they actually genuinely like people they are uh, yeah they're very social so, um, yeah lovely so w- while we were there um, they do the torch lighting ceremony every yeah. night uh and so i decided that i should at least try and photograph that one night foolishly didn't do it the very first night we were there uh because that was probably the best sunset that we had for the, the how is your yeah, exactly yeah. How is your uh and of course the next three days it you know two of them were raining and one was overcast and then i think it was around about the fourth day where it was actually a half decent sunset and uh there are lots of clouds in the photos I, of you that, that i saw i know yes so, so you know you just yeah, I took the opportunity when I could because I figured after the previous couple of days of rain and overcast, I thought, oh, well, yeah. this, this might be as good as it gets for the rest of the time I'm here, you know. So, and it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, good on you for even doing it, though. I mean, the photo was really good. Thank you. You know, it's nicely lit and it's it interesting and good good framing. A bit tighter wouldn't have gone astray. Yep. But, um, and and, and the, the only reason I say tighter, if you've got nothing in the sky, which you didn't yeah. have, the only clouds I'm talking about, the ones I, I added in post-production <laughs> later. Um, when you've got nothing in the sky and you've got an interesting subject, yep. make the subject bigger. Yep. Fill the frame more with your subject because that's the interesting sub uh, character in the photo anyway. Here was my my thought process at the time that I was shooting. It was You had one. Yeah, it was shoot a little bit wider and then crop in post if I decide I, I want to. And the reason I, I went that route... What a shit logic. Well, you're, you're welcome to that opinion. It's, it's <laughs> my, my correct opinion, you mean. <laughs> it's just that on previous holidays, I have occasionally composed tighter and then regretted that I didn't get just a little bit of a wider angle or a little bit more foreground or a little bit more you know, height or, or whatever it was. And so it was a conscious decision to, no, let's not... To shoot badly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you like. Because your reasoning is completely uselessly bad because <laughs> you, cause, just because you stuffed up a different way last time doesn't mean you have to stuff up a different way this time. <laughs> Do it right both times. You don't have these problems. Think the photo through. Gee, that foreground's interesting. I might include it in the photo. I don't know. Or, I don't know, step back and do a shot, then take a step forward and do a shot. How many photos did you take of him? Of him? Um, Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Ten? Six to ten, yeah, maybe. Okay. So once you had the lighting right, all you're doing is repeating the shot over and over again. Yeah. So you could have done too tight, <laughs> too a bit further back, yeah. too a bit further back again, and you've got all those things. Yeah. But by, by shooting wide angle, you shot a whole bunch more sky, yeah. and there was nothing going on in the sky. 
because because you're angled behind the subject yeah. just shows more more nothing yeah. and and it didn't show the foreground it didn't show anything that you said you were going to try and include <laughs> by doing yeah. <laughs> not to be totally brutal but that was shite you know and of course once you crop you can't crop the width out of the shot you can go tighter to the subject but you can't crop the wide background right Okay. If you'd shot tighter, you'd have you know, maybe let's say there was one cloud in the sky. Yeah. Okay, just one. If you'd shot at two hundred mil with almost the same framing, that cloud would have been huge in the background and would have been quite a dramatic uh, thing. You shoot that at thirty five, and that cloud's a dot in the background. You can't see anything. Yeah. So even if you've got almost nothing going on in the sky, a bigger lens will make it better. Yeah, but this was a case of I had to make the decision before I shot as to which lens I was going to use, and I chose to go with a 15 mil wide angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah wrong. <laughs> See, what you're saying is the decision process. Didn't think, didn't think through the scene. Yeah, well. Yeah, the problem is, yeah, and this is the case. We do it. We, we have these preconceived notions. Oh, last time I've done all this and I didn't get what I want. You're thinking about not what's in front of you right there. Hey, there's nothing going on in this shot other than the subject. Uh-huh. The ground wasn't interesting. The tree in the background wasn't interesting. <laughs> the sky wasn't interesting. Oh, there's a bit of colour in the subject sky. was. Well, the colour's a bit of tone. It's not there. Yeah. It could still be there at 80 mil. Yeah. That's, that tone would still be in there. But it's it's like you, you're so worried about not stuffing up this shot like you've stuffed up previous ones that you're trying to fix past mistakes <laughs> on the current shot. <laughs> This is this is this is gold, my friend. This is this is this is world class advice you've been given here. You're 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 laughing, yeah. Uh, yeah as I, as, um, as I said the other day, yeah, you can lead a horticulture, but you can't lead a reed. Yeah. Um, so it was a good holiday, though. It was. Nice it was. It was nice to just good. sit down and relax for a while. It's not the world's best resort no. on the world's best water, but you know it does everything it needs Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you go to the, the proper restaurants rather yes. than the buffet restaurants? Yeah. yeah, they were good. Yeah. 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 So we, yeah. we went to the, what was it called? The Bamboo Terrace, the Chinese yeah. restaurant. Went there yeah. one night. And then the Talay restaurant, I think it was called. That's right. The, the fancy yeah, one. We yeah. We did that for the night of our 20th wedding anniversary. So. Oh, did they sing to you? No, they did not. You would have remembered if they did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all. Gosh, of all the times people sang to me on the trip, was this one of them? <laughs> Well, we, we were there. They said there was us and uh, another family uh, friends. We all went there, and all the adults went there for our last night. And the entire crew, so the, the chefs, all the waiters, the door people, all came up and sang a goodbye song to oh, us because nice. they knew it was our last night. Nice. Maybe you should have told them it was your wedding anniversary. We did. And, oh no! And the night we were there for our for our meal, the service was appalling. <laughs> Every other table got served bread rolls. We didn't. Oh, my first, <laughs> they asked us if we wanted my drinks. First marriage broke up because we, of bread we, rolls. We, we said we, we, we ordered wine, and I had to ask three more times before it got delivered. Uh, oh, it no. was just, it was like they were going out of their way to avoid us. <laughs> God, they want to give you some privacy. <laughs> yeah, it's your anniversary. Uh, it was, it was Don't funny. keep bothering you. As I said, oh, like no. Kath was, Kath was getting quite annoyed by the whole thing on the night, and I said to her, "Look, 
Five, year, five ten time. years from now, we'll be laughing about this. About how well, we, you're laughing about it now. Yes. It took three weeks. Yes. About how we got such crap service on our 20th wedding anniversary. Well, don't go to a place with that where island time is an excuse yeah, yes. for poor everything. Exactly. Exactly. So. No worry, no hurry. That's it. No hurry, no worry. Yeah. No service, no purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Don't whine, no whine. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Absolutely. God, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> so how's the last month been for you? Um, yeah, nothing. Okay. Done nothing, saw nothing. <laughs> Went nowhere. Nothing. <laughs> been nowhere, done nothing. I mean, oh, we've been having a backyard renovated, so it's been oh, that's yeah, cool. moderately interesting. And they've gutted the entire thing, and it's been quite noisy here the last two weeks. Yep. And they're finishing today, well, there's one part that's six weeks away, so everything's finished. We'll be finished today except for that one part. Right. Because so, you were getting only, a new um, deck put on as well or something? Yeah, so a huge deck, but then part of, and part of the thing that's missing is the end part of the deck. So it kind of goes up at the end, and it's uh, three 2.1-metre-high panels that make a big tree oh. all going up. But right. um, they're not <laughs> – they have to be custom-made, and they forgot to order them. <laughs> so, Yeah. It's only been planning since November, you know. I don't see why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to take five weeks for them to custom make it. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, five months. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, wow. so that's that's all been a bit exciting. Having the the whole thing renovated, the cats have got a bit crazy because uh, all the stuff going on in the backyard. Yep. But yeah, no, nothing, nothing exciting. I'm afraid it's all been pretty Dullsville around here. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I was saying to you before we came on air, I'm at home alone for the one of the first times in three years. Wow. Because the tr- trouble and strife's up in Sydney for a, um, a training course and uh, kids are at school and it's just me and the cats. Wow. It's bizarre. Yeah, and, and the workers aren't here yet. They're not coming till 11, so it's oh, nice. quiet. Yeah. Awesome. Don't know, don't know what to do with myself, frankly. I'm <laughs> glad we're talking because, you know, I could have got suicidal or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you can't leave people alone these days because they're <laughs> dark thoughts and stuff, you know. <laughs> anyway, what, I, what I'm pleased to say, though, is that uh, because we've got a lot to get through today and we haven't done much waffling, mm. we've, <laughs> we're only... <laughs> Almost at the end of the episode, I haven't talked about anything yet. <laughs> well, why don't you cover what's on your list? Oh, I've got nothing but desperate. I, I, funny enough, I went looking yesterday. I spent more time researching today's episode yeah. than I have probably for the last 300. Right. Uh, combined. And, well, that's commendable. Um, I could find nothing. <laughs> I've got not one thing, which was – and then just having a quick glance, this just like literally three minutes before coming on air, I found a few things I thought were kind of cool. Nice. And one was that someone's put, someone's put together a, a composite image of all the Hubble space photos in a single photo. Oh, wow. So there are over a million images all in this one photo. What? Which is which is kind of cool. I mean, it looks crap because it's just dots. Yeah. <laughs> so they could be completely lying to us. I've just put random dots on a black <laughs> background and pretended it's something, but it's still kind of cool. Yeah. But what but what did what did interest me in that article though was uh, someone had put down a picture of what they thought was the humankind's greatest ever photo. Right. And I thought, oh well, that's. That's interesting, and it's a it's a Hubble Space Telescope shot of in deep space, just looking through all these tens of thousands of galaxies wow. all in one shot. Wow! And you know, and I'd have to, as far as a, a photo of 
humans, mankind's maybe achievement or its ability to think beyond itself or its, its ability, uh, its awareness. Yep. It's probably the greatest photo ever taken to that that shows mankind's awareness of its place in the universe kind of thing. Yeah, you know, a, yeah for it's sure. It's quite, quite an epic-looking shot. Yeah. And you can't help but just stare at it and go, oh, my God. Yeah. And when you think about how much empty space there is between galaxies. You know, that's why they call it space. Yeah, right? that's there's right. lots of it. Yeah. <laughs> you you realise just how much, you know, lens compression there is in that shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the bokeh's crap. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> but that, that is a pretty amazing looking image. I, gotta say. Totally. I could sit and stare at that for, for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of space, James Webb Telescope is now all fully functional. And what's great news is... Um, the imaging results they're getting so far from the test are greater than expected. Oh, wow. That's great. And they reckon it's on the very cutting, at the very edge of what's technically, physically possible in, uh, in well, um, imaging. With, with today's technology. Yeah, is that, yeah. yeah. That's as far, uh, the, so it's not like it's gone up with five-year-old technology. It's like the, the best humankind can currently produce. That's so. awesome. Looking forward to seeing some stuff out of that. That's quite an achievement from a bureaucratic standpoint. You know, yeah. when you think of how many, you know, checks and balances have to be, you know, oh, gone I through. I've lots of checks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of checks, <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, to get, you know, the cutting edge stuff up there, yeah. like I said, you know, the, the red tape that must have been cut through at the last minute to make that happen is, yeah. is commendable in itself. No, quite remarkable. Yeah, nice. Uh, and, and the last thing I'm actually interested in even remotely talking about is um, probably one of the most remarkable images I've ever seen in my life. Right. And it's... Is this extreme uh, depth or extreme wow? No, extreme wow. It's a Perseverance rover captures a solar eclipse from the Martian surface. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. And it's 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 um, Phobos, the Martian moon eclipsing the sun on wow. Mars. Wow, that's awesome! Is that not the most <laughs> remarkable <laughs> black dot on a on a yellow dot photo you've ever seen in your that, entire life? That is you know? epic. But when you think about what it is, yeah, it's just like, uh, wow, yeah. that is and, cool. <laughs> it is. And it's bizarre because it shows you just the shape of Phobos. I mean, it's so completely different to what our, our yeah. own moon. We're so used to seeing moon, a moon being around. Um, there's this, yeah, as they call it, a potato. Yeah. <laughs> and it could be that. It's it actually a, a Death Star under construction. <laughs> yeah, it could be a potato in front of a torch. Yeah. And the, pretending, and the, the conspiracy <laughs> theorists would, would, would go with that, yeah. I reckon. But um, that is that is, to me, just... Once again, another amazing human achievement, you know. Yeah. <laughs> In the comments, someone's put, cool picture, NASA. What kind of camera do you have? <laughs> 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 uh, nice. But um, very, very cool. That's anyway. awesome. Uh, and you're not going to cover your extreme depth? No, I can't be a Okay, uh, fair enough. So many things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zach, uh, this can't be true. The sun is a sphere. It should be flat like the earth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Interwebs don't ever change. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I love it, but it's more of a transit, really, uh, <laughs> and you get two a day, so, you know. <laughs> 
love it, love it, love it. Anyway. Since 2005, Shutters Inc. has been a labor of love. But beyond the time required to produce it, there is also a financial commitment. If you find value in the podcast and would like to help keep the servers running, hit up the Patreon link, which is in the show notes. Even a couple of dollars a month will help. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. I did grab a link, but this was like ah, three weeks ago now. So oh, it's probably, yeah, completely out of date. And that was the tech guide Apple unveils the winning images from its shot on iPhone macro challenge. God. I couldn't even be bothered opening the link right now. So I will just put that in the show notes. Anyone that wants to check it out. Go and check if, it out. If anyone's got that little going on in their lives, yep. actually, I might have a look at it later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so little going on. Yeah. Uh, Kevin McKibben, who is one of our very small handful of Patreon supporters. Don't call very small. <laughs> very small handful of Patreon hey, hey, supporters. How big he is. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he could be six foot three. He could, he could be. be bigger than you. He could be. He sent us a message and he, he said... He should say, <laughs> Kevin's one of our lovely Patreon subscribers. Oh, he is. Absolutely, yeah, about that. Uh, he said, "Hi, gents. AI development appears to have reached, maybe surpassed, my concept noted above already." I think that was from an earlier message, which I didn't think to copy across. Uh, this software creates <laughs> images from text descriptions. Oh yes, I've seen this. Thoughts? Looking cool. forward to the next show. I watched. They've got this little two-minute, forty-seven-second video uh, for this. Software called Dolly or Dali, Dali. That's right, like the painter. And basically, you can provide a text description of what you want, and this AI will generate an image uh, based on that. So they typed in, you know, an astronaut riding a horse, a unicorn. Yeah, yeah, something like that, and it generated a picture of an astronaut on a horse in full. Well, I've always said that AI yeah. is going to get so smart that rather than going on holidays to take photos, you can just type up what you want. It'll go into a Not quite the yeah. same. Eiffel Tower, <laughs> sunrise, eclipse, yeah, shooting star, uh, Milky Way, and an ice cream, and send it off, and it'll come back with a lovely image of that. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I highly, highly encourage everyone, go and check out that link that Kevin sent us because I I found that really fascinating. And it certainly does, you know, make you think about where imaging is headed in the future, you know. Commercial imaging, especially. Wow. The need need for a photographer is getting less and less. Yeah. Well, one one of the sample things that they had on the webpage was you know, taking this photograph of an empty room and then telling the AI to put a couch in the corner. Or, and, and it had like half a dozen variations with different couches, all with the shadows that were appropriate for the shape and the size of the couch. And it's just like, wow, it's crazy. Man. Yeah. Uh, Rich the future. Richard Annable sent us a message to say he got his Z9 and it, it exceeds all expectations. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a snide remark from you there. <laughs> well, it's, well, you can't even spell my name right after like 15 years. So <laughs> Richard, you've been told. <laughs> Carl Hemming sent us a message and said, hey, I heard the Hang agency. A sec, you're skipping past the, the, what? the good bit. What am I skipping? After, after many years, Glenn's provided the most serious and best piece of photography advice he's ever heard from, well, from me. 
Yeah. Oh, this is someone did, complimenting me. So even if he's a dick, you should because you can't spell my name. Where did right. you get that from? Because I haven't got that in my text file. Oh, maybe it's a previous one. I feel Glenn's payment it comes to delivery delays. Or maybe it's a previous episode. I'm just looking at. But anyway, oh. he's saying good things about me, so we should talk about it again anyway. Okay. Well, you can read that out. Uh, just tell me that you should run, uh, go to do a business course rather than a photography course if you want to learn how to. <laughs> right. Yep. Oh, that's, no, that's a previous. I, I was going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure I we covered that. I can't find your that you're sending through this time, man. Oh, you sent it through. I still can't find it. You just talk and I'll, I'll, I'll pretend I've read your stuff. Of course. Okay. Carl Hemmings sent us a message said, Hey, I heard oh, yeah, I just read it. ABC oh, RN radio interview with Robert Rosen. He tells how he was able to get into the venues with his pocket Olympus and take photos of the famous glitterati back in the early 80s. Interesting. I do remember having a look at these links back when Carl sent this, because, again, these are probably three weeks old now. And I vaguely recall that there was it was something to do with a Boston nightclub called the Tea Party. Like the nightclub. Oh, Boston Tea Party, the, yeah. Yeah, the, the nightclub Someone was... Someone was there taking photos. Yeah. At the Boston Tea Party. Yes. And we've never seen the shots. No. You think from an American history standpoint, that'd be... Uh... <laughs> Because, I mean, A, it was before photography was invented, so that'd be pretty... <laughs> yeah, so this was a nightclub called the Tea Party. Uh, and there was all these people who, you know, later became quite famous, you know, rock stars and whatever. Uh, but this was before they were the huge, you know, and this guy oh, yeah. was in there with his little pocket camera taking photos. So it was pretty oh, cool. Sh- and he was, he was apparently the, he was the MC of the club. And this club only ran for like three years from 67 to 70 or something like that. And so there was Jimi Hendrix and people like that. And yeah. yeah. Why were they all hanging out in Boston? I don't know. I guess it was just one of those clubs that was just always. Well, you know. More cultural backwater than cultural sort of. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I guess every city has that club that is, you know, the place that, musicians go because they know they can play their original tunes and you know and people go to check it out and blah 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 anyway uh, and then there's a whole bunch of links from paul sutton first one fully disassembling a panasonic lens including parts they don't know what they're for lens rentals is the only photo podcast i listen to when you're not making yours well that's good to hear he's a good guy it's a good guy lens rental stuff they do some Good stuff. Yeah, so this is a uh, disassembling the Lumix S Pro R seventy to two hundred f four OIS lens. So we'll put OIS. Yes. So I'll put that in the show notes. Next one. Way back when I was young. Well, even younger than that. Well, I did have shorts. There were lenses made differently to now. Interesting discussion on leading to where we are now. And this is a brief history of early lenses, part one, again from Lens Rentals. That's my mate Roger Sakala's business. Yeah, right. Where's he based? America. I know that. No, I can't remember. San, San Francisco. Right, okay. San Diego. San something. <laughs> San Chorro. <laughs> Donuts, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one, Paul said, please said, please get me two, as I think this is an absolute bargain. I will commission a housing to put one into as well. Uh, this is rare zero series Leica camera owned by Oscar Barnack. What are you doing, Mr. Lavender? Hmm? I'm eclipsing my camera. Right. <laughs> right. He's swaying back and forth like he's trying to hypnotise me. <laughs> 
So this uh, is the problem with doing visual, yeah. visual podcast, uh, video when we talk to each other now. Is, is. I get distracted easily. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, look, that's, like, that's like jellyfish. Look at that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, next one is www.erase.bg. This is really cool. Erase the existing background so you can put yours in there. Especially helpful for removing clouds when really you want to put the person holding the fire torch into a city background. Uh, I think this might have been what was this what Cat used on my photo? Possibly, I didn't. I didn't that's pretty funny though. It is funny woman, my wife. Uh, well, yes, <laughs> have to be. Ah, she is great. Uh, and the final one uh, from DP Review. This was photographer that's a DP Preview. Sorry, that that one too. Uh, photographer builds world first four by five camera AF hybrid finder universal lens mount. Uh, and Paul said, everything you could want, a 4x5 autofocus adapter. Now I can take this underwater as well. I'll go back to manual focus when I get split prism back. Cool. And that is a podcast, finally. Well, it's, 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 it might not be a good podcast, but it certainly <laughs> is a podcast. That's right. Oh, well. Uh, I'm going to go and sit in the empty house by myself and, yeah. Contemplate my navel or something. Fair Actually, enough. Actually, no, I'm going to go. I, I'm contemplating buying a window vacuum cleaner. Right. A special, like a, a special vacuum cleaner for doing your windows. Yes, yeah, a little handheld wet vac. Okay. So it is you, you spray your windows with a spray and squeegee. Yep. And then suction up all the foam and stuff. Nice. And it gives you streak streak free and it, like a fraction of the time it takes to do windows. Apparently. Nice. So, um, it, yeah, it's a sign of ridiculously over-the-top house that's got too many gadgets and you can never have enough. Of course. You need a, a vacuum cleaner just for cleaning windows. Yeah, nice. Um, what a spoiled world we live in. But, you know, once you've thought about it, you can't not have it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the way the consumerism works. Oh, I had another thing to mention. Did you? And, and, and I'm going to mention it just in case technology foils us from recording in the next three weeks. <laughs> I'm heading to Western Australia to bury Ooh, my dad. Yeah. Yay. And so that is going to happen on the weekend, which is the – it's the long weekend for New South Wales, but for Western Australia, they have the long weekend the week prior. Uh, so it'll be the weekend of the 11th, 12th, 13th of June. Yeah. So I'm flying over on Friday the 10th, landing in Perth, and my cousin, uh, who is currently – uh, looking after my dad's ashes because he he was the person closest to the crematorium, so he he went and picked up the ashes for me. He's actually going to drive me out to the little town that I grew up in uh, and stay for the funeral. Bruce, right? Bruce Rock, the the, the, the town you're named after. That's it. So he's going to hang for the for the funeral on Sunday, and then on the Monday he's going to head back to Perth. And I've, I've inherited my dad's car, which I've decided I'm going to keep, and I'm driving back to New oh, South nice. Wales. Oh, so, so I'm doing this massive road trip all by myself, and I will be leaving Bruce Rock on the Monday, and I've already mapped out how much you know distance I want to cover each day because yeah. Kat's, Kat's a bit nervous about me doing long, long days on the road. Well, you are old. By myself, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> so, you know, to, to keep her happy, I've said, okay, I'll, I'll keep them to short days. So I'm going to do Bruce Rock to Balladonia in the, on the Monday, 
and then Baladonia to Eucla on the second oh, day. Eucla, yeah. Now, Eucla, as you know, uh, well, no. has one of my bucket list items, which I, I have now shot, but happy to shoot it again. And that's the old telegraph. last time were pretty crap. So. <laughs> Your opinion? Um, the old telegraph station ruins and the old jetty. Yeah. And guess what? What? That Tuesday is a full moon. Ooh. And the moonrise is at 4.50 in the afternoon. And, of course, no, being nice. winter, that means that, you know, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you're going to have low-angle sun, you know, almost golden hour shining yeah. onto, the, onto the ruins of the old telegraph station with the moon rising behind it. So I am really excited about the potential for, oh, for, sure. for that. So That's, that's very exciting. It's, it's, it's a cool spot. Oh, it is. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, um, I wish I could take a tent with me uh, and <laughs> just do some camping on the way back. But Why don't you? Well, A, it, it's more crap to have to cart over there on the plane. Yeah. And B, you've then got the fact that winter nights in on the Nullarbor are extremely cold. Yeah. It's like a Melbourne, like a Melbourne <laughs> summer. Yeah, that's probably about it. <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm going to take about oh, six you. or seven days to drive back and and just take my time. And the great thing oh, about travelling by myself is I will feel free to just pull over and take photos whenever. Exactly. The, the, uh, and when you get through into the Clare, you're going through the Clare Valley um, area. Where, whereabouts is the Clare Valley? Because I was thinking from Peter, uh, from Port Augusta. No, which which one's at the top of the bike? From there across to Peterborough, because I'm, I'm going back through Broken Hill. Ah, so yes, I'm not yeah. sure if I go down through the Clare Valley or not. No, you won't do, no. Right. Uh, so if you're going to go to Broken Hill, you need to go out to the... Um, to the um, Silverton? Mungo. Oh, uh, Mungo's down south from Broken Hill. Yeah, not that far. Yeah, but Kath and I and another couple are planning a road trip for later this year, and we're talking oh, about cool. doing Mungo then. Nice, nice. So yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to this oh, road trip. Don't blame you. That sounds that sounds fabulous. Yeah. Oh look at that, pretty cat. Yeah, he's a pretty pretty cat. This is one that doesn't have shit all over its fur. <laughs> Good to know. No. <laughs> Last night, just the most god awful smell. The most god. Oh my god, cat! What have you? Done, and they go out head towards the litter tray to try and take care of it. And there's this stuff all along the floor. Oh, it's got no. some caught in its fur, and it's doing the old bum drag. <laughs> Must be like a 15 meter long line, no, 15 foot, 15 foot long line. Uh, so that was my joy having to clean up all that because Cat wasn't here to do it. You know, which is yeah. incredibly inconsiderate of her. You know? <laughs> I was tempted to leave it till she got back to make her do it, but it'd be like cement by then. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to rip up the floorboards. I will keep us informed of your trip as things plan to yep. come together. And there's that amazing meteorite crater um, on the off to the left on the Nullarbor on the way back. Oh, um, before Eucla. Ooh. I'll look it up and send you some information. Oh, please, please, please yeah. do. I am not familiar with that one. I'd have to photograph the, uh, is it the plastic bag tree? I think it is. Oh, no, the shoe tree. There's a shoe tree uh, with millions of shoes stuck in it. Oh, wow. Bottles. See, the bottles, bags, or shoes. Um, right. That's worthwhile. Stuff Where's on that? The way towards you. It's on the way towards Euclid as well, sort of 
coming back from Perth that's on the right-hand side. Okay. Yeah. So right. lots of cool stuff. To, as you say, you've got the freedom to stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's great to have a sleeping bag, though. You know, yeah. You can, a sleeping bag in a tent if you're running behind time. You don't want to be driving at night. No. Oh, no. No. No, no way. No. Not out there. Far too dangerous. Too many kangaroos and camels. But, um, yeah. And then you've got uh, – yeah, um, was that guy from Wolf Creek? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Well, I'll go cool. and send this audio to you, and uh, we'll say goodbye to everybody. We thank you all for patience. And yeah, sorry about the last month. Yeah, well, sorry, sorry we were back if you were enjoying the time off. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, mate. Will you take it easy, and we will hopefully talk to you next week. Absolutely. Bye, all. Bye. You've been listening to Shutters, Inc., for questions, comments, and feedback, email the boys at shuttersinkpodcast.com.